The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Charlottesville, I'm Megan Moore. Virginia legalized small amounts of marijuana possession in 2021, but it's still illegal to sell it. Jad Kalil from VPM News reports legislators are debating who gets to buy and sell weed and when. Delegates are considering a bill in the Virginia House that would let the state's medical marijuana companies start selling weed for adult use as soon as July 1st. J.M. Padini heads the Virginia branch of the National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws. Normal's priority is ensuring that consumers have access to marijuana that is safe, convenient, and affordable, and in this case, sooner rather than later. Lawmakers and advocates on the other side of the debate say not so fast. Senator Aaron Rouse is a Democrat from Virginia Beach. He's sponsoring a bill in the Senate. A non-negotiable is allowing pharmaceutical companies to go to market before small businesses have an opportunity to even come to market. His concern is that medical marijuana companies will take control of the market and shut out small businesses and those who were affected by the war on drugs. His bill starts sales later, January 1st, 2025. This is the trade-off legislators are considering. We'd sail sooner with what could be a less equitable market or holding off to make it easier for smaller and minority-owned businesses to get into the business. Jad Khalil, VPM News. Legislation is advancing through the House of Delegates to safeguard a program that cuts insurance premiums for plans sold on Virginia's health exchange. After last year's budget dispute left the program's future uncertain, Fairfax Delegate Mark Sickles submitted a bill to ensure continuity. Bradley Marsh, a policy advisor with the State Corporation Commission, talked with the House committee about the proposal. We need direction on on where to set the parameters this year, and there currently exists no direction. It clears up that issue. Without the Commonwealth Health Reinsurance Program, people with state exchange plans would have paid an average of $95 more each month. The Augusta County Expo Center is hosting a free clinic on April 13th and 14th, offering medical, dental, and vision care. It's being put on by the University of Virginia-run chapter of the free clinic nonprofit, Remote Area Medical. Organizers are currently looking for volunteers who are medical professionals, have experience interpreting, or can help with other operations. More information can be found at volunteer.ramusa.org. Republican Representative Bob Good has introduced the Blue Ridge Fire Safety Act in Congress to build an emergency access road at Wintergreen Resort. According to Cardinal News, the access road would connect to the Blue Ridge Parkway and act as an emergency exit during wildfire evacuations, allowing travel from Laurel Springs Drive to the parkway, Wintergreen's only road in and out. The resort has already started the route and is just waiting on permits to finish the job, hopefully in the next six months. Richmond's Lucy Dacus and her bandmates in Boy Genius took home three Grammy Awards on Sunday. The group won Best Alternative Music Album for The Record, as well as Best Rock Performance and Best Rock Song for Not Strong Enough. It was the first time Dacus has won a Grammy. Another Richmonder, Gordy Hobb, also took home an award for Best Score Soundtrack for Interactive Media. Local jazz players Devon Harris and Corey Fonville were nominated in the Best Alternative Jazz Album category for their collaboration with Kurt Elling and Charlie Hunter, but didn't take home the hardware. 
After a Richmond restaurant received a $10,000 meals tax bill in 2020, it found errors in the city's map. To date, it's the only establishment that's reported being fully reimbursed for an erroneous bill. VPM News editor Dave Cantor has more. Brad Hemp was previously a co-owner of Brenner Pass, where he handled finances. He says after untangling the bill and paying a penalty, he was refunded 10 months later. Hemp was left with this impression of the city's finance department. This, this is essentially a fee factory. Is that, That's how a way to think of it. In 2023, Chef Brittany Anderson bought out Hemp and another partner from Brenner Pass, Metzger and Black Lodge. Here's Anderson. Once you get burnt with this, it's like it puts the fear of God on you. Like, I don't know that I would have the ability to fight as hard as Brad did with the city. In addition to the city rolling out administrative changes to address meals tax issues, council set to vote on a measure that would adjust how payments are applied to bills and late fees during its February 12th meeting. Dave Cantor, VPM News. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.